Welcome to <laughs> oh. season two, episode seven? 17. 17 of Arrow, chapter and verse. We're talking about Arrow season five, episode 20, Underneath. Underneath. And we, of course, I am Seth Alcorn. With me is my co-host, Patrick Murphy Donahue. I am Patrick Murphy Donahue. And we're going to try not to start this review off with a 15-minute tangent. But no promises. No promises at all. Not at all. Uh, all right. So um, we, we, we find out. Well, no, we don't find out immediately. Well, we pick up where we left off with a kaboom. With a kaboom. Uh, and uh, Oliver Queen is on the floor, head ringing ears yeah, ringing little, little tinnitus, tinnitus happening tinnitus Ma. Ma. <laughs> and he he gets up uh yeah. pretty quickly yeah and goes over to where felicity is it looks like she's pinned like her arm is pinned under something yeah she's got like uh the the whole star splay body yeah happening and the arm her right arm looks like it's, it's up it's under a, up under like some a, metal a beam which is weird well, we'll find out later. Um, so then Oliver goes, Chase is here, and he picks up a gun, and he does a bunch of military stuff through... Through the lair. And he doesn't find anybody. Um, All the lights are out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he, he does a quick around, um, which yes. kind of shows the, the lair not being very big. I guess. I that's, guess. A, that's what it's meant to show. Yeah. But they have like vaulted ceilings, don't right. they? The, yeah. the ceilings are high. They're high ceilings that yeah. And that'll play that that comes into play. Yeah. Uh, soon. Yeah. Um but yeah, he gets back over to Felicity and it's like, yeah, he's not here. Yeah. Yeah. Which was still I think a little too soon to tell. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like who knows where he is. I guess yeah, he He's sit, he's he's Adrian Chase. He he's, set a series of booty traps. He did a he did a a lot while he was. He must have taken a great deal of time to do what he did anyway. Mm-hmm. Um. So, what we find out though is that what we thought was a bomb was indeed an EMP. Which was funny because I literally moments before we found this out, we found this out. Yeah. I turned to Seth and said, "You know what? I would really like to see. I'd like to see somebody use an EMP just so that it blows out the thing in Felicity's back and her legs don't work." And literally, as I put the period on that sentence, it was an EMP, and Felicity <laughs> said, "I can't feel my legs. I can't feel my legs." <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's what's going on. Um, for some reason, the EMP caused an unidentified explosion by the computer <laughs> that that blew them back. Well, yeah, yeah. Was the uh, is it a chicken and egg situation? Was it the EMP exploding that? I don't even know. Like I don't like. Yes, yeah. I always thought of, and again, I'm not a. Mm, munitions munitions guy guy. yeah Yeah. but uh i thought when an emp goes off it's not there's no spark of anything it's it's an electronic pulse it's It's a a wave as we learned from oceans 11 yeah it was just kind of a boom boom, boom, boom. (laughs) 
Now, we may not be munitions guys, but we are Foley guys. Yeah, apparently so. <laughs> give me some celery and I'll give you breaking arms. Mm. Um, yeah, so we, we don't know why the explosion happened. Uh, we do know that Oliver gets Felicity into her wheelchair and they try to figure out what's going on. Um, and flashback flashback to 11 months ago 11 months ago uh, where they're talking about something and Oliver's got his short arm tunic and realizes that he need a, he needs a long arm tunic and Felicity's about to dress his wound yes and uh, they you know just for no reason discourtis they're just like oh yeah Felicity discourtis Curtis big his time fighting skills even though I have done that constantly yeah and you know I'm not writing the show so but yeah she's like uh um i think it's it's oliver that there's some reference to oliver like taking some time off or or not being around and he goes well you you know we've got curtis and she goes have you seen curtis throw a punch yeah we need five of him just this is curtis yeah i don't like it <laughs> no, and you're, and it's all right not to. It's all right not to. Uh, but we have this thing, and then they're Oliver and Felicity are really close. Yes, and then Curtis comes in, and he's like, Ahem. "Uh, am I in interrupted?" <laughs> yeah, Oliver's like, "Hello, Curtis." Mm. Mm. He says with the face of a man whose balls are blue. Yes, yes, like yeah. yes, you are. Very much interrupting. Yeah. And then uh, Felicity. Uh, and, then, and then I think Oliver leaves, leaving Felicity and Curtis to talk, but they don't talk immediately because that's in the next flashback. Correct. All we right. then cut away to the SCPD. Uh, no, the mayor's office. Oh, well, yeah. 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 Where, City Hall. City Hall, will. where Quentin's. Uh, uh, you know, every defense attorney in the city figured out that the DA was a serial killer. And he's, yeah, yeah, to Renee, who's like, yeah, guy. <laughs> he's like, do you really think they're going to overturn his convictions, Haas? Well, if I didn't, I would've, wouldn't have convened, convened this war council. Still be better with the mayor heading it up. <laughs> Very good. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, the secret to, is... Welcome to Clench Teeth I theater. just clenched my teeth and moved my <laughs> lips around a lot. Um, so they, they, need that they, they need to go uh, check out like they need to figure out what's going on with Oliver and Felicity and uh Renee says that they sent Curtis. Right. And Curtis walks into like the upper Oh, we missed a bunch though. Because right. Oliver's trying something when Curtis walks in to the upper part of the old Queen campaign headquarters. No, it's flit. It's flip. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Curtis walks in uh-huh. and then he says, I hear explosions. Then we see what Oliver Oliver is trying. Trying. He's yeah. trying. Right. Because um, we do a lot of cutting back and forth Towards to the, the upstairs, downstairs, upstairs, upstairs downstairs, downstairs, upstairs. That's right. It's in fact an episode of Upstairs, Downstairs. <laughs> yes. With the cast of Arrow, it was very It was very confusing. And, and, yes. <laughs> we didn't know what was going on. Yeah. It was like P.G. Wodehouse met... Um, Bob Kane. That's not right at all, but who cares? <laughs> uh so yeah, uh so they're they're Oliver's firing arrows and then reveals that the door that he has at the top of the stairs was made it's a proprietary alloy made by the US government. And uh, excuse me, I'm yawning a lot. It's made to withstand nuclear explosions. Mm-hmm. 
and Felicity's like, you made it under- to withstand a nuke? And Oliver's like, yeah, reasons. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly how he said it. And then I believe, is that when they, they figure out that they've only got five to six hours of air? No, yeah. is no... Well... Yeah. Uh, no, Curtis says that. Yeah. That's back in the... Yeah. Well, there... Yeah, we get... Um, uh, once we get... Then we flash to Diggs' home. Okay. Yeah, before we before we find out the... The air thing. But I think we have a little bit more with Oliver and Felicity. I think this is where she's like, Cisco's blueprints are over there. Yeah. And he goes to get Cisco's blueprints. Correct. Right. And then we flash over to Dig's home. Yeah, and Dig is sleeping on the couch. Right. And, <laughs> yes, he, he <laughs> is. And uh, Lila comes over. And they are at odds because Dig is very disappointed with Lila still about how she is, you know. Running Argus running, and the Black Sites and the whatnot. Yeah. And becoming the new Amanda Waller. Right. Um, and they're they're having a bit of an argument, and then there's an, a knock at their door. Yes, <laughs> and it's it's Curtis, and he says hello, dig, Diggle Diggle family, dig 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 fam, dig. Garuni. Yeah, and uh, John walks over, and he looks through the peephole, and they're, in this order from left to right, Curtis, Renee, and Dinah are very mo larry curly they are like except for their being lined up horizontally and and not vertically <laughs> they are almost doing a three stooges bit yeah it, they could have very easily just gone hello 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 and yeah and he opens the door and they're there and um lila's like i didn't know we were having a party and they're like can we come in and, and they immediately and i think one of them it might maybe dinah uh, senses the tension. Oh no, Renee says it seems like there's some oh, Renee, yeah. marital tension. Yeah, I could sense some marital tension or something like that. Um, and they explain that Felicity and Oliver are trapped. They're like, "You sure Felicity's there?" According to her tracking nanites. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And this is when the discussion of how much air do they have comes up. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, and the answer is five or six hours. And it wasn't even that. There were was it five or six? It was I thought five it was or six, like four, five or six hours. I thought it was five. Maybe or six I'm hours. thinking back to <laughs> back to Supergirl, to Supergirl, where we had another countdown. Yeah, uh, uh, five to six hours. Yeah. Um, which for the size of the lair, it, that seemed mm. very conservative yeah especially considering that the they thought that the the air vents were going to be running for a little bit before they shut down right um but yeah they had uh i mean it was a big room and there were only two of them and And like we mentioned high vaulted ceilings and oh geez sorry we've been talking about acdc too much what? Because you said that, my mind just went high voltage. Anyway, <laughs> I said vaulted. I know. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> but yeah, this one very. But yeah, the ceilings in the lair are high, even for a basement lair. Um, uh, so we cut back. I think then to Oliver and Felicity, and Oliver's like, "I'm gonna go up the." elevator shaft and she's like he's already thought of that and booby trapped it i'm gonna see if i can get the electricity working again it's, and he's oliver's like no 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 i'm gonna go check out the elevator shaft it feels like the right thing to do it she's yeah. like you don't trust me and this is like the argument that they've been having isn't okay 
So Oliver goes up the elevator shaft, and we're not entirely sure where the elevator is. Like, it looks like it might be at the top of the shaft, but also... Below? It doesn't yeah. look like it's at the top, but Oliver, you know, he climbs up to the top, and he's looking around, and he feels around for something, and he feels something, and he, then it explodes. Yeah, and we have our second kaboom of the episode. But it doesn't take his fingers or hand. No. It just knocks him down where he lands on a protruding bolt. Oh, and he, yeah, it goes right into his back, and I yeah. felt it. Oh, it just, <laughs> just it did not look no. good. No. Mm-hmm. And then I think we cut back to... Uh, we have the flashback. Correct. Now, now, we're having flashbacks from this season. Yeah. It's not even to season one. We're having a flashback from earlier this season. I, the, by the way, once again, no Bratva flashbacks in this episode. <laughs> have we reached the end of the story of the Bratva? No, we haven't, because Dolph Lundgren's still alive. So they're going to have, well, three episodes to wrap that up. Yeah. Yeah. And wrap it up, I'm sure they will. Anyway. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. Anyway. I'll take it. Uh, yeah. So they uh, go to the flashback, and in this flashback, Curtis, um, Oliver comes in with uh, food. But before that, Curtis is like, hey, Felicity, are you and Oliver getting together again? And she's like, no. And he's like, why not? And she's like, uh, eventually, it does. he doesn't trust me. Not because of William, which is what she said in season whenever that was, three. When they broke up. When they broke <laughs> yeah. up. But it's because he doesn't trust her, which is, again, what they've been arguing about. And then uh, Oliver comes in with Curtis's Chinese food. Yes. And Curtis fakes like he's got to leave. Oh, wow. You know what? I forgot. I've got date night with my husband. husband. Paul. Paul. And uh, I'm not going to go. So you guys can have that food, and there's wine in the garage. Bye. Bye. <laughs> and Felicity's like, I'll go get the wine. I'll go get the wine. Um, so then I think it's we cut back to current Oliver and Felicity, and Felicity's sewing Oliver up, and Felicity's like, you don't trust me. And Oliver's like, of course I trust you. And she's like, ah, you don't trust me enough. Right. Or something. Like, well, she's... Yeah, she's like sewing up his back. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is what exactly what I was talking about. If you'd yeah. listened to me and not yeah. gone in there, I wouldn't be stitching you up. And then he's like, point taken. Point taken. Yeah. He's like, I am, I am a, I'm an asshole. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then, he drives real slow in the ultra fast lane. <laughs> he's not so lucky. I was hoping you'd go there. Yeah. Okay, good. Um, so, but while, and once that's done, once she finishes patching him up, mm-hmm. uh, I think we cut back to Dig's house. Yeah. And they are rallying. They're, and they're figuring out what they need. What they need. And yeah. Curtis is like, uh, I'll need. I don't have my T spheres because they were in right. the bunker, but what I would need is. Constant carbide drills at full spectrum. Uh, Hammaker Schlemmer. Uh, Atomic batteries to power, the, turbines to speed. Stuff. Uh, mm, stuff. I eat stuff. He needs stuff. And Lila goes, well, 
I can, I can get stuff. Right. And see, Argus isn't all used for evil. Or if that's okay with you, Johnny. And John looks over his <laughs> massive tree trunk of an arm and just glares. Yeah. Yeah. He does. <laughs> ah. Yum. Yep. Uh, okay. Uh, and I do want to point out that in this episode, um, a great deal of the first half, we we get to see something we don't normally see, which is Diggle in a tank top, and it's a little something extra. It was it it, it and as I, I kept thinking about it for all the eye candy that we do see, I think the reason they don't show him in a tank top a lot is because compared to Oliver's build. It's a better build. He's like more muscular. He's bigger. Yeah. It was like, and I think they want to downplay that so that you're not like, well, send Dig. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't see Dig working the salmon ladder. Exactly. Ah. <laughs> uh, Stephen Amell sure does though. Yeah. He's yeah. working it. He does. Um. Okay. So we have that. <laughs> uh. Is this where we? Cut back to current bunker again uh, with the motorcycle. Yes, exactly. Yes, and we learned that there is a motorcycle, and the internal combustion engine of the motorcycle can power the computers that Felicity needs to power to get everything working again. Yeah, they can. They can charge the battery. Yeah, um, and then we flash back again. Didn't we flash back again? Okay. Yep. That was that, that we literally learned that's what they're thinking yeah. and then flash back. This is gonna be a quick episode of Arrow Chapter and Verse. This this episode of Arrow was mostly just a bunch of plot points and some conversations about trust. Yeah. But the, the problem is is that it was really just two versions of one conversation about trust. Mm-hmm. And and a lot of like we say, they 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 find a line and then they hammer it over and over and over and over and over. Yeah. And for this one, it was um, Felicity telling uh, Oliver that he's pig-headed, doesn't listen to her, and therefore doesn't trust her. Yeah. And the B plot is Lila, Lila telling Diggle. John no, that. That's yeah. More or less the same thing. There, there are some slight variations on it, so which we'll which we'll talk about in a bit. <laughs> uh, but uh, they cut back to uh, the flash. The uh, flashback. And Felicity and Oliver did it? No, not yet. They do the salmon. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. So Felicity. Which leads to. Yes. Uh, uh, Ollie is explaining how to do the salmon ladder. Mm -hmm. And then Felicity tries, but she can't. And then Oliver helps her down, and they're so close. And there's a moment, and then they break off, and then she's like, I've had a lot of wine. And she kisses him, and then they start making out ferociously. Yeah. Like, now. I've seen people kiss. Have you? I have. <laughs> I've seen people kiss, and I've seen people kiss on these shows, and I've seen people kiss on this show, and let me tell you, I would have believed that Emily Bett Rickards and uh, Stephen Amell were in a relationship, mm -hmm. like the two people, yeah. not the two characters. Like They were very, very made out physically comfortable yeah. with one another. And it, it didn't seem pretendy. No. Like they enjoyed That's kissing each other. That's how it didn't seem pretendy. <laughs> okay. No. We're not doing that. 
<laughs> like that's 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 what that's the new bit on this show is just we come up with one line parodies and then we're like, no, I'm not <laughs> nope, making that. Nope, nope, not doing until that until it hits the right chord, the right chord, and then then we'll know. Yeah, we'll know when you get a full. <laughs> uh, yeah, they were really like that was actually more chemistry than I saw them have. I think even when they were like dating on the show. Mm-hmm. Anyway, agreed. Yeah. So anyway, that's a thing that's happening. And then, so we then cut to. Is it uh, Curtis and Renee? Danak and. Yeah, well, they're. Darmak and Jalada Tanagra? What? Shaka when the walls fell? <laughs> no, <it's, laughs> this is when um, Lila comes in and she shows the what she brought from Argus. And Kodo. no, they were down there, weren't they? Before that, when he was talking about Kodo and Podo. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There was a, there was a bit where they were. That's right. Sorry. Yeah, where they were on top of the elevator and yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. I think they were on top of the elevator or on top of the elevator shaft. One of the two, right? And uh, we we learn out we learned that. Uh, Curtis, yeah, Curtis was a big Beastmasters fan. And apparently that helped him come to terms with his sexuality. Mm-hmm. And apparently it helped Dinah come to terms with her sexuality. Yes. And uh, Dig is... There's a scene with Dig and Dinah where he's obviously thinking about the fight that he's having with Lila. And she's like, you want to talk about it? And he's like, no. She's like, well, too bad, because I would have talked about what happened with me and Vinny. Vinny? Yeah, my okay. undercover partner. Um on job and off or something like that. Right. right. And she's like, we kept secrets from each other, not because we wanted to, but because we had to. That was about being undercover. Yeah. And then that's pretty much all we get. And then and, then Lila comes in right. with her well, bag of tricks. We also learned that he named his sea spears Kodo and Poto. Kodo and Poto after the two ferrets from the Beastmaster. Yes. Which you might remember. <laughs> Maybe. So maybe. That's, that's <laughs> so the whole thing, the, the the reason that it helped people come to terms with their sexualities is because Mark Singer wore a, much like it was styled on Conan the Barbarian, mm-hmm. and he pretty much wore a loincloth. Yeah. And he wore it well. True story. <laughs> Mark Singer, the Beastmaster, mm-hmm. in a Commedia dell'arte-style production of Taming of the Shrew... In which was also uh, one of the professors at my undergrad. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He played. Um, he played. The professor played Gremio to Mark Singer's Petruchio. Huh. Yeah. Get out of town. Yeah, that's no, true. Oh. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> yep. That's a tangent. Didn't go anywhere, but it's that's a, fine. It's a quick one. Yep. We, it happens. Yeah. I know. I'm just going to talk about people I know and the weird places they've shown up. People I know and the weird places they show up. And that's the, that's the sign that we're continuing on with our review of this episode. <laughs> yes. Uh, so. So now. Yes. From the top of the elevator, we f- flip to the lower level and. They're charging the computer with the motorcycle. The motorcycle, and they're continuing to talk about trust, and something goes wrong. Yeah. The, the For Fei Ray and King Kong, they were caught, caught in, in a, a celluloid, celluloid jam. jam. And, and at a deadly pace, it, it came from where? 
outer space. space. And, and this, this is how, how the message, message ran. Freeze those lips. <laughs> um, Sorry for those of you who don't know, that's the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Science fiction. Science fiction. Uh, and Patrick, yes. I believe, uh, you played uh, Frank, Frank in the prog rock version at DC Fringe a few years ago. No. No. Uh, th- you're mixing Sweeney Todd. I am mixing up Sweeney Todd and... and- Rocky Horror. Horror Picture Show. I played Frank. I did play Frank and Furter in yeah. Rocky Horror. Yes, and I was the judge in the prog rock were... version of Sweeney Todd. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I would equate the judge, the judge, uh, with Doctor Scott, if I were to choose a parallel huh. between characters. I be, just because I can see the judge in the the Mia Culpa scene, like exposing the fact that he is in fact wearing garters and stockings. <laughs> Very easily, yeah, yes, huh. yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, yes, um, and it may interest listeners to know that I once, when I was younger, dressed up as Frank Enferter for Halloween. Oh, really? Well, we all—it was high school, and we like one of the traditions was we'd drive like forty-five minutes to an hour on Friday and Saturday nights and go see the Rocky Horror Picture Show at the Art House Theater that showed it. Dick. So my junior year, we all decided that we were going to dress up as different characters, and I got Frank. <laughs> so you know, I was walking around school all day wearing a bunch of uh, ladies' clothing and big makeup and a wig, and uh, then we went to. So uh, wait, you went. To school. Oh, like I went that. to school. Yeah, yeah. I was going to go hard to go home. Nobody ever talked to me about it afterwards. Like, nobody's like, why'd you do that? And I never caught any no. yeah, guff or anything like that. I'm just <laughs> like, I mean, all right, I'm going to walk around all day as Frankenfurter. If nobody's going to talk to me about it, I'm not going to bring it up. Wow. What uh, school did you go to? I went to a regular public high school. Jeez. Um, Okay. You know what? I'm going to finish this because <laughs> this is a short episode and we don't have enough tangents, so... <laughs> we're only halfway through. Well, how, well, how, what's our time? Uh, we're well, yeah, no, we're twenty six minutes. We are speeding through this thing. I've we got are. time for a story. <laughs> you absolutely do. I would never stop a story. Okay. So uh, that night, uh, we went to Ed DeBevix. Now, Ed DeBevix, uh, if you've seen Friends. Remember the place that Monica worked for like an episode and a half where they have to sing YMCA if you play YMCA? Like the that, 50s. That the, it was a 50s diner and they treated you badly was like, the yeah. whole thing. Um, Johnny Rockets, if you will. It's sort of Johnny Rockets, but Johnny Rockets was less performative, weren't they? I don't know. They would. No. no it they, was, they would, well, it, yes. It depended, I guess it depended on what restaurant, which one you went to, but they were like, I know they, especially when they first got into the area, you would... They would like uh, if you tipped them, or certain certain songs would come on and mm-hmm. they perform. Remember when they used to do that at Coldstone? <laughs> yeah, that was weird. Sort of really degrading. Like I don't go. Like no, please here, just take the just tip. Take- just give me my ice cream. <laughs> give me my three freaking huge scoops of ice cream. Put it in the chocolate dip cone and cover it with things because I am fat. <laughs> You're not fat. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, Patrick. I, no, I'm. I'm very. Uh, anyway, I could stand to lose a few pounds. Let's say that. Let's put it that way. Um, anyway, but back to this story when I was actually in relatively good shape. Um, so we went to Ed DeBevix and somebody played Sweet Transvestite. Mm-hmm. And I stood up on a chair and lip synced. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I sure did that. And somebody, a tourist, took pictures. So I can never <sighs> run for office. <laughs> the odds of someone going, 
remember that. There, honey, <laughs> honey, where are where the those pictures? pictures? It was nineteen ninety four. Actually, no, it would have been nineteen ninety three. Anyway, uh, yeah. So uh, is that right? That's probably right. Um, so, but now the best. The best part is this is then this is getting to be a personal story. <laughs> the best part is um, I had I was I was high on sugar, mm-hmm. and what I mean is I'd ordered a soda and all the syrup had congealed at the bottom, so I like took a hit of that off my <laughs> my straw and was just like, <laughs> so I uh, I went. I went back to a friend's apartment. Uh, this friend happened to be a girl. There were actually four of us. There were two guys and two girls. And we ended up pairing off. Um, and at one point, I don't I don't want to get it too into the details of this. There's the, the, the fun part comes later. Um, at one point, we stopped making out because we were all sort of in the same room and the person I was making out with felt uncomfortable about that. And I misinterpreted it as... I thought she felt uncomfortable about making out with me, so I went, okay, I'll just go into another room that I'm sorry. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so I went into uh, her sister's room. Like her, Nobody was there. It was right. just the four of us. And her sister had a collection of ElfQuest comics, all of the ElfQuest comics. The ElfQuest comics, uh, w- written by Wendy and Richard uh, Peeney, P-I-N-I, um, tell the story of an elven clan moving from one place to another. Um, and as I recall, they're, uh, I mean, they were, they were really important to a lot of people, but I didn't like them all that much. Uh-huh. And at one point the girl I was making out with came to the door of the room and was like, do you need anything? Can I, can I get you anything? And I'm like, no, I'm okay. And she left because as she told me later, well, you looked so comfortable reading. I didn't want to bother you. <laughs> yep. Adolescence. Adolescence. What I really learned was that I needed Chinese food, wine, and a salmon ladder. Yes, because with that, the magic happens. The magic happens. Anyway. So, as they're charging... Yeah. uh, Once... Yeah, the, the... the motorcycle is charging the computer. It starts to whirl and light up. Mm-hmm. Felicity's like, I'm a genius. I'm so smart. Right. And then all of a sudden, bing, bang, boom, third explosion of the episode. Yep. Uh, it, 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 it explodes and, and, and shrapnel flies. Yeah. And it breaks open a methane gas pipe. Yeah. It breaks open a methane gas pipe. Um, although that's after the commercial break, it, like it exploded, we get to commercial break, right. and then we get to look up and see the methane gas pipe, like that section of it melt and sort of bubble out and start spewing methane gas into the air. Yes. Um, and Felicity is like, "Tell, please tell me it's not the methane gas pipe." <laughs> hey, he's like, "It's the methane pipe." I asked you not to tell me that. And she's got like they've <laughs> got like twenty minutes left, and right. he goes to look at the blueprints again, and she's like, "No, it's just a dead end." I hate that say I hate the phrase, but that's true. And he's like, well, "What about this? There's steam tunnels under this part of the lair," and it's like steam tunnels. <laughs> Nobody said anything about there being 
steam tunnels. Also, both Seth and I pose the question, well, if there are steam tunnels, then those are air pockets or... Big air pockets. Big ass air pockets. Yeah. So why are you... You should not be... You have far more time than you thought you had. Yeah. Or you should. But now maybe the methane gas would kick up the the time. Yeah. Now... um if I remember correctly, is this? Do we cut back to? Is this a flashback? Do we do another flashback, or is this Renee and Curtis again? This is Renee and Curtis. Okay, so Renee is using the acetylene torch to cut, and Curtis is scanning with the scanning doohickey, and he's like, "Oh, that's that's weird. That's oh, huh. it, it's again another one of those. Oh yeah, oh yeah." You don't say. You don't say. You don't say. What yeah. was that? Oh, I didn't say. So Curtis <laughs> just makes noises. And then goes, whoa, and grabs Renee yeah, and says, like, stop doing that. And we see yet another explosion. Yeah. And actually, this one leaves a flame burning because there's methane gas that it could feed on. Right. Um, and that's what's happened is that they somehow the methane gas. Is methane gas lighter than air? You know what? I'm going to look that up. Look that up. I'm looking that up right now. Um, but and I'm going to take this moment to. Jump back to the last uh, scene with uh, Curtis and Renee on top of the elevator shaft, and they're going back and forth. Oh, they're yeah. talking mm-hmm. about the beast, Beastmaster. And I think I had mentioned this to Seth a, a while ago, that one of the things that this show started to do, and this is the point where it starts, um, is they kind of gay bait uh, Curtis and Renee. Because um, as they're arguing, they cut to Dinah, and she goes, uh, one day those two are going to make the cutest couple. <laughs> and they do. And um, I mean, I, that they don't, I don't, as so far, they don't become a couple. But right. I'm just saying they make, they have good chemistry together. Yeah. And they're constantly in situations where they're acting like a couple. Yeah. And I just, you know. And, uh, part of me wishes that they would make them a couple. Yes, but they won't because they have a lesbian relationship on Supergirl. Yes. No, I don't know. <laughs> and um, give Curtis a partner. Exactly. Yeah. You can write you can you can keep the lesbians together for long periods of time. Yes. But and and show their relationships because i.e. legends. Yeah. I.e. <laughs> well, I was gonna say I wouldn't I wouldn't say that Sarah has relationships. She does later. Oh, she does later on? Okay. Yeah. I would say that currently Sarah doesn't have relationships. <laughs> well, I yeah. mean, but they still show Sarah with everybody ladies more than they show Curtis with his husband. That is absolutely true. Why? Because Hollywood is writing for straight men. And you know what straight men like to see? Lesbians. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> even when, even like, sometimes the inclusion is even more frustrating as if, even yeah, if they weren't there. Because on The Flash, you have the uh, police chief. Oh, yeah. That's right. He, and he mentions that he has a husband. Yep. Singh? Is it Singh? Singh. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I don't know that we ever see Singh. We certainly haven't seen him. Yeah. Yeah. We don't. We don't. We don't get any more than that. So is that? And yeah. And it's 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 also like 
I have referred jokingly, uh, this is, I think, the third time on the show, where I've referred jokingly to Sarah Lance as the disaster bisexual icon, uh, <laughs> America's favorite disaster bisexual icon. Uh-huh. But I will admit that not, and not being um, a bisexual woman uh, or a, a lesbian, I, I, I can't, I don't know how strongly my commentary or how correct my commentary is but it does seem to me that the way in which she has been presented as a woman who gets into relationships with other women is focused more on what i would like or what i would conceive of as a relationship between two women than what other women would conceive of as a relationship between two women like she and nissa al ghul were together but Eh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so, so I don't know. No, yeah. It's just as a gay man, <laughs> uh, it's frustrating. Yeah, it's like you know. Okay, yes, you're you're representing, and you make a fuss about. Oh, because like when they announced that Curtis was going to be gay. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, can you imagine? Just a couple of minutes ago, we were talking about the kind of kisses mm-hmm. that. Um, Ollie and Felicity, can you imagine Curtis sharing a kiss of that length or intensity with any one of his partners? Exactly. Right, not on this show. Not on this show. Yeah. Um, Which is sad. It is. All right, but back to this episode. Back to this episode. Okay, so uh, he yanks Renee out of the way. Right as the flame. Right. It it is sort of a Princess Bride esque. uh, R U S S. Yes, R U S. Uh, R-O-U-S? Yes. Uh, Rouse. 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 Rodents of a usual, usual size. size. R-O-U-S. Yeah. In the fire swamp. In the fire swamp. Um, so, and then he's like, yeah, there's intense concentrations of methane gas. Methane is, in fact, lighter than air. It is. So it could have very well gone up the elevator shaft. Which, but then, if it's lighter than air, yeah. then it should be up at the very top, so the air should quality lower should be not as right tough. it seemed like 20 minutes was a fairly short amount of time for the methane to fill up all the of whole that space. yes but you know i'm not uh i'm not a boils law guy as as we as neither am i I think that's the one that involves gases and area and expanding whatnot uh. chemists <laughs> Please contribute to our Patreon so that we could start a voicemail and then call in and correct me. In the meantime, jump onto our, our Facebook page and leave a comment. And leave a comment. Yeah, I'm already doing plugs. Okay, there yeah. we go. We got plenty of time. We got plenty of time. Uh, so, um, right. So they've done that. Uh, and then we cut back to... What do we cut back to? Uh, from there, we cut to... Uh, the upper level and mm. dressing Curtis's wound. dressing Curtis's wound. That's right, and he's uh, he's got he he got a, a second degree burn on his yeah, arm, and it's a fairly big one, so yeah. it hurts. And it's also like it, the thing is that he doesn't understand. He hasn't been in this business long enough to know like how bad pain can get, and John needs to sort of remember that. But John's in a bad mood and just sort of glares at him, and Curtis goes, "Oh, I, yeah. I mean." Well, okay. <laughs> but in, to Curtis's credit, he goes, look, this hurts. It hurts, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. It's like, I've, I, yeah. So I'm going to yell. Yes. Yeah. 
Um, and then Lila comes in and he she shows us the tech that she brought from Argus. Yes. Which happens to be a T-sphere. Now, here's the weird thing. Uh, Curtis is like, you stole my design? And, the, and Lila's like, we improved your design. Ball still has a T in it. Yep. Why would you? Why would you? Why do doesn't that? it have an A? In yeah, it? exactly. Because the, these, this is an Argus sphere, yeah. not a terrific sphere, right? Yeah. That's what T sphere is short for. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I think we can safely refer to this as Curtis's third ball. His extra, yes, terrestrial. <laughs> it's a terrific testicle. It's a terrific terrestrial. 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 <laughs> Not easy to say. No, and it also sounds like a freckle that's gone wrong. Feels weird in it's my mouth. Terrifical. Uh so then um Oliver and Felicity are about to use we should have mentioned when they figured out they had steam tunnels, they found a grate, but the only way they could get that grate open was to fire an explosive arrow into that grate. And everybody's really worried about that right. because of the methane gas. Yes. But Felicity hands Oliver a explosive arrow with a certain amount of powder. And tells him at what exact angle it has to go. 45 degrees. But I will say before that, she's like, wait, my math could be wrong. And he says, are you Felicity Smoke? And she says, yes. And he says, then your math's not wrong. Yeah. So he trusts her. He does trust her. Anyway. I liked that. It was a and it was a good yeah. delivery from him. Yeah, this is actually I want to say that Stephen Amell in this episode um, got to do some stuff that he normally doesn't get to do, mm-hmm. uh, and it was good. Yeah. So Agreed. I want to just I want to reference the earlier episode in which we were talking about how we both basically think of his acting as being fine. Um, I am I am leaning now more after this episode more towards the idea that I mentioned where it seems like the writers don't give him a lot to do. Yeah, so we're seeing the same stuff. Correct. Right. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. And and yeah, it was good to see him kind of branch out in uh and show some more sides. Yeah. Some more facets. I also like um that reminds me when the when they were having the have we gotten to that yet? Uh I don't know. Uh The flashback, the post-coital flashback? Um, I don't know that we're... No, I think we might get to the post-coital flashback after they get into the steam tunnel. Right. Right. Yes, yes we're almost there. Right, because they blow open the thing. They get into the steam tunnel. Oliver is rappelling down. Uh, he's got Felicity on his back. Uh, this is rough for him because he's got a... <laughs> He's got a deep wound in his back. Yep. Uh, and he get he gets the, them down into the tunnel. But it is it's a dead end. However, it's a large tunnel. There's probably quite a bit of air in that tunnel. Yes. Uh, so we still think five or six hours was a little little light. Yes. Yeah. But he has been exerting himself, yes, and and exposed to the methane gas, and so he gets there and he puts Felicity down, and now he's a little woozy, and yeah. then he drops he, the light, and yeah, and slumps down, slumps down, and slides down a wall, and we see that there's blood on the wall, so he's lost a lot of blood, and she goes over to him, and then I think we cut to something else. This then might we be cut where to the fl- flashback, the postcoital flashback, in which they're lying on a like a like a rug or very large towel and they've got 
sheets and some pillows that have come from nowhere. And Chinese food is all around. Yes. Not uh, strewn. Not yeah. a, It's not like they knocked it over. It's still in the curtains. Yeah. Um, but I, at that moment, I'm, I'm looking and I told um, Seth, I was like, I appreciate that as a human uh, vigilante, yes. they show Oliver's body with multiple scars. Oh, he is he he's a roadmap to somewhere. And I appreciate that because he doesn't have a healing factor. No. Um he does manage to keep the scars just to areas that are covered by his suit. Right. So that's he's got that working for him. He but sure but does. I appreciate that, you know, he is much like Batman would be. Yeah. Um if you're sleeping with him, if you're sleeping with Oliver, if you're sleeping with Bruce Wayne, which is is the thing that I assume Bruce Wayne doesn't actually sleep with any, he can't, he can't because, because they would see every single, every single one of those scars, yeah, yeah, and they'd be like Bruce, what the f? And he's he'd be like, uh, Fight Club, Fight Club, Fight Club, uh, <laughs> gotta I, go. I had a really bad skiing accident. <laughs> Just it's the only way I can feel. <laughs> uh, uh, Fight Club. <laughs> But I can't talk about it. Yeah. It's a fight club. Now I've talked about it. We have to fight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want to be Batman. Mm. Uh, I mean, cast as Batman. Yes. Well, Patrick, Again. you have... Yes, Patrick. <laughs> there's, a, there's a little something in D.C. Uh, every February, right? That's what it is? Elvis's birthday fight club? Yes. And that's where you were in Batman? January. In January. And that's where you were Batman? Actually, I was I that's where I was Batman once. Mm-hmm. I was also portrayed Batman in a parody mm-hmm. uh called uh The Dark Nightmare Before Christmas. And it was a mashup of Nightmare Before Christmas and The Dark Knight. Nice. And I was Batman. And uh there's a picture right there. there on the wall. There is a picture right there. <laughs> yeah, on the wall. Yeah. I'm just uh, walking, I'm just in my head now. People, this is Gotham Ween. This is Gotham Ween. <laughs> like I don't. Anyway, that, so that's what's happening in my head. Uh, yeah, yeah. But what's happening uh, on the sh- on the show? On the show, we're going back. We're going back. Okay. Yeah, yeah. we're back. Um, Mine was short. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can't see me now, but I'm looking embarrassed. But um, yeah, so we get uh, Oliver passed out in the in the steam tunnel. We go. We flash to the the post-coital, where Felicity is like, well, that was nice. That was nice. (laughs) And she says says nice so much that, uh, speaking as a dude, I'd be worried about my performance. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, no. I I picked up on that, too. Yeah. (laughs) um, But she... Now, and also, when she sits up to say that, no sex hair. No. Her her hair is perfect. Hair and makeup are... Perfect. Fresh, as though she had just put them on. Hence, that was nice. That was nice. There you go. <laughs> okay. You did some real uh, stuff yeah. there. Seems uh, weird that as an archer, he couldn't hit the target. Oh! <laughs> he needs another arrow in his quiver. Mm-hmm. Make- because he did not make her quiver. quiver. There we are. <laughs> oh, brother. Uh, uh, um... But so, uh, 
Yeah, so basically the up the upshot uh, uh, is is that she says nothing has changed between us. You don't trust me, which is the first time she said that to him, right? Yes. Uh, so then we flash back and Oliver's having a not flashback. We cut back to the tunnel and Oliver's having a dream dream sweat hallucination where he's like, "Felicity, I got to tell you the reason it's not that I don't trust you. It's that it's I do trust you. It's that Adrian Chase showed me when I when I was there. He showed me that it was, it was all a lie. It wasn't I. I like killing, Felicity. I enjoy killing. And then he passes out. Yes. Uh, and then we cut to something else. Uh, the then we cut to up to Diggle and Lila. Yeah. And. Uh, Oh, they're having they're having an uh they're having an argument or they're continuing their argument. She gives him that's when she gives him the folder, right? And he, she's like, "This is an audit of all of the black ops I've ordered for Argus." And he's like, "You don't have to do this." And then she points out that he will back Oliver Queen's every play, but, no matter how morally compromised. Yeah, but he won't back her. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I will back any play that you want. But I won't back the- no. Too late. We're already doing a parody of that one. Yes. yes. Um, and uh, it, yes. But yeah, and he's like, uh, you're right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like pretty much, yeah. I never thought about it that way. And she's yeah. like, well, maybe you should. Maybe you should. And then Curtis is like, ah, I figured out where they are. Blah, blah. Uh, yeah, he's like, urethra. Yeah. I found <laughs> he's, it. He's, he's, uh, <laughs> he sure does. And I wish that Oliver had in that earlier scene. Uh, oh. Yeah. This is not a morning show, I promise. Uh, <laughs> but uh, we'd give ourselves an A. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah this big d <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and i'm the gooch i don't know yeah this is the big d and the gooch yeah we don't know no we yeah, don't know yeah. well yeah although for the right amount on the patreon you'll get an episode of big d and the gooch <laughs> okay so i'll put that up there why don't we say $6,500 a month? $6,500 a month. I think at $6,500 a month, I'm already giving you something like 10 episodes of content, which I don't know that I have time for, but I feel confident in promising it because we're never going to get that high. But sure, $6,500 a month, Patrick and I will get together once a month and you get an episode of Big D in the and Gooch. And the Gooch on the Steve Network. Which is just us talking about politics and being like, Ugh, and making crude, crude jokes. And having a sound effects Wall. That's right. Yeah, yeah. That's us just talking. You know what? Well, Patrick, since you're on the show, if uh, to to flip it a little bit, we're here talking to a guy with an enormous dick. Yeah, right. yeah. What you the- can't see him, but his dick is huge. Yeah, it is to the ground. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I, I feel bad because the dog keeps walking around thinking he's gonna. He's, gonna, <laughs> he's doing some sort of like dog show agility training. <laughs> Folks, I'm telling you, if that thing gets hard, he's going to lose all blood flow to his upper body. Yeah, he passes out and he looks like an L. (laughs) (laughs) Big D and the Gooch. (laughs) Big D and the Gooch. All right. How do you feel about that, man in the box? I don't know. He's going to let me out this box, I tell you. We're not going to let you out that box. (laughs) (laughs) 
Okay. All right. Yes. That, so and that, for sixty five, <laughs> and that's what it would be like if we had a morning show, only probably with more sound effects. Yes. <laughs> and a sidekick. Anyway. Oh, brother. Okay. So that brings us back to the steam tunnel. Back to the steam tunnel. Um, Felicity basically gives Oliver a pep talk, and she's like, "What are you talking about?" You don't enjoy killing. He had you for a week. Anybody would have said anything at that point. Now, mind you, uh, now Oliver is back up on his feet. He apparently, while he was passed out, clotted. Yeah. <laughs> and so yeah. he's got enough blood to stand again. Yes. And uh, yeah. And so he's like listening to Felicity's uh, pep talk. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Felicity's pep talk, mm-hmm. more or less. Yeah. He got in your head. <laughs> Which was just, What did he do to you? <laughs> what did he do to you? He got in your head. Yeah. <sighs> um but you know, he's had sex with Felicity, so he's more apt to listen to her, and frankly, I, I think I would feel the same way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh but there's another explosion. This time the steam tunnel, there's a wall of the steam tunnel that explodes. Yep. And in comes a T sphere mm-hmm. and no, not not quite yet. Uh, this is, uh, no, it's a little bit later. They're in the the bigger steam tunnel, where Oliver's like, I can't, I can't. It's like <laughs> where he's carrying her piggyback, and uh, I thought that happened after, because that's how they got into the. Bigger no, no, hallway. this happens after. But there was a T sphere, and they go Curtis, and it's like not just Dinah's like not just Curtis, it's right. everybody. Uh, so then. They They're get like, into the wider steam tunnel, so we don't have to worry about methane or breathing anymore. R- well, yeah. technically, yeah. because the oh, he's like it's not great news. He's like we've you got to get out of there because everything above you is full of methane. Yeah, and so you're basically sitting on a four story bomb, right? Because the computers are on a dead man's switch, or they're on a doomsday whatnot that they're going to try to power themselves up, and that's going to spark, Park. and that'll right kaboom. They should call if they this can't, episode Kaboom. They should. If they can't get the uh, the vents working. Correct. Right, and blow that methane out of there. No, now see, Patrick, they call it underneath, because not only are they underground or underneath the city, but what they get at is what's underneath the problems. Oh, no. yes. yeah, let's see those. what they did there. Yeah, so... I would have also gone with under pressure. Under pressure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I I want to just um. One thing I have to say about cute titles, double entendre titles, is that you want to be careful about them. This one is okay. Yeah. But there was a a series of books which I believe I actually mentioned on Hisma, the Thrawn trilogy uh they were star wars books and i mentioned that one of the things i didn't like was how timothy son got cute with the um the 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 names the titles of the books the second one was called dark force rising and one of the reasons it was called dark force rising is because uh luke had met a cloned jedi uh named jorus what happens if you're a clone, at least in the legends, the Star Wars Legends novels, is you slip an extra vowel into your name, so it's weird. Uh, but he he met this guy, and this guy was a little nutty, because clones didn't turn out all right, so he was sort of on the dark side, so he was the dark force rising. But also, 
there was a race to discover a fleet of ships, a fleet called the Katana Fleet, which I thought was weird, uh-huh. because why are there Katanas in Star Wars? Yeah. Um, but the Katana Fleet had gone on its maiden voyage and disappeared, so it was called the Dark Force, because it was a force of ships. Mm-hmm. So the second book was Dark Force Rising, Tim Zahn. I'm coming for you. <laughs> Shots fired. Shots fired. Anyway, so that's that tangent. Um, so we're in the. Uh, we get through the wall. We get through the wall, and they're now in a larger a hallway. It's it, yeah, big. It's it, it's really unclear as to what like if this is like the air tunnels for under Star City. Uh, I understand now why there is a ritual chamber in City Hall because these things are fucking huge. Yeah, and it looks like it looks like the hallway of a big hotel. Yeah, it's 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 very big, and they're they're moving through it. And Felicity's like, Oliver, are you sure you should be doing this? Aren't you? You know, you're wounded. And he's like, Yeah, good point. And he like basically falls down. Yeah. And she's like, We need help. We can't go any farther. Curtis, Curtis, and a T sphere comes down <laughs> and goes over to Felicity. And extends a needle that is almost as wide as the T-sphere itself. Mm-hmm. And he says, we filled it with 20 cc's of adrenaline. You're going to have to. And she grabs it and just jams it into his heart, a la Pulp Fiction. And I appreciated Stephen Amell for his react, his wake up. It was perfect. He goes, whoa. whoa. <laughs> yeah, all right. I'm <laughs> So he puts her on his back and again starts running into make another Star Wars reference like you like Luke with Yoda. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now, meanwhile, uh, back at the ranch, back at the ranch, uh, Dig, Dinah, and uh, Renee are exploring the upper part of the steam tunnels because they're going to need to get or whatever these are. We're going to continue to call them steam tunnels. Steam tunnels, um, and. Dig sees that they are. They know that they're. Uh, they're the, like four uh, stories above them, right? And they come to just. It made me think of Galaxy Quest because yeah. they're they're walking along a corridor, and then out of nowhere, there's just a big drop into a fan. Into a fan, right? And uh, they're like, yeah, okay, so we're above. We need to get down there. They look over, and there's an escape ladder mm-hmm. that only goes down one floor. Yeah. No, I could tell that it's got there. It's it's got a couple of. Oh, you could see. I could see that it had a section that like dropped an extending, down. like an extending thing. Yeah. Okay. Like an extending escape ladder. So, uh, to get over there, Dig just takes just a run jumped, and jumps. Jumps. He uses those mighty thews to propel himself across the void. Yes, he could use those mighty thighs. Anyway. Um, those are the mightiest thighs I ever have seen. <laughs> we, I mean, uh, I, that's uh, <laughs> that's a funny thing happened on the way to the forum, which should probably never be performed. Yeah. 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 It's... it's not yeah. current. No. <laughs> uh, so... Dig jumps across, lands on the ladder, has like... Grabs it with one arm. Has one. like two seconds of, okay, I'm on the ladder, and then the extending part extends and just drops him down with a jolt. Yeah. And everybody's like, are you okay? Yeah, I'm okay. And there's a little throw me the rope. Yeah. And he's like, okay, we, not, we need to get down to Oliver. We Throw the rope. We've got it. 
And he's yelling down yeah. to Felicity and Oliver, who are who is standing there, and then like the the opening between them, right? And he's, and Renee is like, "We only got thirty feet of rope. Never She's tell me the odds, kid." Pretty much, yeah. So Renee throws Dig the rope. Dig clips it to something on his belt, and then holds his hand out. Right, like now, Oliver. There's another ladder, and Oliver gets on that and climbs up. Yeah. But he's going to have to then sort of jump himself over to where Dig is. And part of the ladder that Dig is on has just now separated from the rest of everything and has just fallen down. So yeah. we're aware that there's some, there's some structural uh, instability. Yes. So. <laughs> so Oliver Queen, with Felicity on his back, jumps over to where Diggle is and catches Dig's arm. Actually, I should say before that, there was a minute where his foot slips, and he is supporting himself and Felicity on the ladder with one hand. Yes. With a hole in his back. With a hole in his back. But he gets that other hand and both those feet back on the ladder. He jumps over to where Dig is, and he grabs Dig's arm. So I just want to, like, repeat this. Dig, and now we know Dig is extraordinarily muscular, uh, muscular mm-hmm. but Stephen Amell is not small, and no. he, is, he is very muscly, so he's very dense. Yes. And he grabs Dig's hand. Yeah. And Dig is now supporting everybody with one hand and two feet. Yep. And then Felicity falls and catches Oliver's hand. So now Oliver is holding Felicity at arm's length while Diggle is holding Oliver at arm's length. And I said to Seth, oh, look, it's the Goonies poster. And it sure was. Yeah. Um, And then (laughs) Oliver just lifts her up. Felicity with one arm. One arm lifts her and hands her up to dig, I think, or puts her on the ladder or whatever, and she gets on the rope. Yeah. Uh, And then there's... No, 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 no. He gets her back on his back. Oh. Then he's still holding on to Dig, and then Dig says, is holding on to the rope. Which is clipped to his belt, and which, he says, pull us up. Yeah, pull us up. And and there they is have a minute a- where Curtis gets the fan going, and then they tell Curtis to stop because Felicity could fall down, and yeah. she's like, let me go. And he's like, no, I won't let you go. And then they all get up, yeah. and everybody's Safe. fine. And, you know, there's a scene where Oliver's like... Then they cut to Argus. And uh, everybody's wrapping up, and Oliver's getting treated, and Lila's like, "She'll, he'll be fine." And Felicity's like, "Can we go see him?" And Lila says, "He asked for you." And then Curtis goes, "Oh!" oh. And everybody else is like, "Not now, not dude. now, not now, Curtis." <laughs> uh, and Curtis, we, not now. We have one more flashback. Um, do we? Yeah. Do we miss a flashback? Um. Yeah, I thought the postcoital flashback was the last. No, 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 no. Because there's the day after, yeah. where Felicity's like, "Did I make it weird?" And and Oliver's like, "No, no, no, it's fine." And she's like, "You're right. We didn't ever talk about anything, and we should talk about something, but not just yet." Yeah. Now, mind you, at this point, I believe it's been about a year since they broke up. Yeah, it was eleven months. It was it was eleven months ago in Arrow time, right? Which is at the beginning of season five, which is quite a bit since they broke up. Right. So, <laughs> I mean, I know you need some time. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, all right. So I guess my question about Susan Williams, Susan, who I like to call Jessica Williams. I don't know why, but mm-hmm. I do. 
So do you think Susan Williams was like, they were going to do something with Susan Williams, and then they're like, Duh, we don't want to pay another character, let's just get Oliver back with Felicity? Or do you think the plan was, let's introduce Susan Williams, introduce her to Oliver, he realizes he can feel again, and then we kick her off the show? I, I think that. All right. I think that. I yeah. think... <sighs> or C. C. They bring in Susan Williams. People don't dig it. Oh, okay. And so I think there might have been the potential for her to become something, but people didn't maybe didn't respond to her. Okay, all right. And they're like, okay, well, let's just let her go. Yeah, all right. That could have been a thing that happened. You heard it here first. (laughs) Susan Williams. Speculation. (laughs) (laughs) Susan, Susan Williams speculation. Susan Williams, uh, done in by the fans, much like Jason Todd, Robin 2, but they brought him back anyway. Yes. When Superboy punched the walls of reality. <laughs> Is that when he came back? Infinite Crisis. Ah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. that's what happened. He oh. punched the walls of reality and changed things, and one of the things he did was brought Jason Todd back. Okay. Um. Anyway... Uh, so, um, right. So Felicity goes to see Oliver and they basically have a, you know, it's like, they have a conversation which would lead me to believe that they are probably getting back together sooner rather than later. The, the, um, the road to reconciliation is definitely, uh, Paved with gold? I, I don't know where I was going Paved with Paved with these conversations. Yeah, yeah. And they've had many, and so it's it's getting close. Yeah. Um, because frankly, for my money, Oliver Felicity, one true pairing. Uh, they should never have broken them up in the first place. I when, when they started talking about, on the show, when they started talking about, well, it wasn't about William, I started making noises, and Patrick looked over at <laughs> me. I was just over there going... <sighs> Anyway, so now true. true. So (laughs) then we do a quick cut to a school bus. Uh And who should be getting out of the school bus? But William. William, Oliver's son, who was mentioned was probably Prometheus's target. Like that's why Prometheus went to the trouble of trapping them. Like maybe I'll kill them, but also maybe I'll get Oliver's kid. It was really Yeah. Yeah. Also, I don't like bottle episodes. Anyway. (laughs) And this was the second. Uh, so William gets off the bus, mm-hmm. and this kid's like, er, and uh, uh, we don't see his face, but we hear Prometheus say, "Hey, William." And William's like, "My name's not William." And we hear, "Oh, not since you moved to cent- moved from Central City, but it used to, be. but it used to be." And there's something about like, Prometheus. You know my mom. Oh yeah, it's like your mom changed it. And yeah, it's like you know my mom. He's like, no, I knew your dad, and he knew mine. Dun dun dun. Again, even the kid you'd think would be like, that's a that's a weird thing to say. Ominous. Maybe. What does that mean? <laughs> yeah. But no. But no. End of episode. End of episode. Wait. But that means it's time for plugs. Patrick, what do you have to plug? I would like to plug, you know what I'm going to say. I know what you're going to say. The Clink Tank. Uh, the Clink Tank is a collection of personalities. <laughs> 
uh, drinking and discussing everything and anything under the sun except politics. politics. And uh, it's it's a good it's a good time. It's a good conversation. It's a good. It's a place where you feel like you know you're there, and 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 we want you to be, and we're gonna you know uh, make recommendations about television, pop culture, music, games. You will find out whether you want to or not. You will find out what slays Rob's pussy. <laughs> yes, you will. And um, you'll also find out what's in Matt's goodie box. Yeah, you'll you'll find out. You know. What makes me cry? <laughs> <laughs> all of these things. I just have a lot of feelings, and I like getting them out there. And they're all found on the Clink Tank. So, and, yeah. And you can find the Clink Tank on uh, iPod. Apple Podcasts. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. And Stitcher and SoundCloud and pretty much where you can find most any of your uh and uh, the Clink Podcast. Tank can also be found on, on Patreon, too. Okay? Yes, you can. And you can buy us drinks. You can buy us, uh, help us get new equipment. Mm-hmm. You can help us um, choose things to watch. I mean, each level just gives you an opportunity to, to be more and more a part of the show. Um, we share drink uh, recipes. We share behind-the-scenes content. Um, and I, I believe that if you if you contribute at a particular level the highest level you too can be a guest yeah on the clink tank yeah we'll um if you're local we'll have you over if you're not we'll remote you in once we figure, we figure out, out, how, out how, to how to do, do that, that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. but yes you can find the uh on patreon we are the clink tank podcast because that's what we are and Seth has been on the show. I have been on the show twice. Mm-hmm. He's not a drinker, but he's a clinker. Yeah, indeed I am. Um, and he's going to be on again. I will. Crossover! Crossover. <laughs> well, now I guess it is a crossover, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think yeah. anything I'm on now is a crossover. <laughs> Likewise. I am. Yes. Because <laughs> of the Steve now. Ah, uh, that's right. We forgot. We should have been talking about this the whole time, but the last time we recorded, Patrick and I decided that we were going to create uh, a network um, with our three shows. Yep. Uh, the Cling Tank. Uh, Arrow Chapter, Arrow and, Chapter Verse, and Verse. How I, I Spent My, my Allowance. allowance. How, wait, How I Spent My Allowance? I haven't talked about that no, yet. No, you haven't. How I Spent My Allowance is a show where Patrick and I and three other people review old D&D uh, novels. Mm-hmm. Uh, and currently, uh, you could listen to the episodes where we were discussing Ed Greenwood's Spellfire. And um, it's a good old time where a diverse panel of reviewers, some people, uh, everybody has played D&D. Yes. Not everybody had read these novels. It, this was my first. And not everybody, in fact, I think I was the only one who had read Spellfire. But we're changing that a little bit for the next book we review. Uh, there are eight episodes where we talk about Spellfire. And then episode nine, or as I like to think of it, season two, episode one, mm-hmm. we're going to start talking about Margaret Weiss and Tracy Hickman's uh, seminal work of licensed fiction, uh, Dragons of Autumn Twilight, which and, is the first you, in the Dragonlance Chronicles. Have you not read this? No, I have. Oh, this you is have. The, okay. This is the one that James and I have read. Uh, oh, both you and yes, James. Yes, James, is, uh, James Finley is one of the, you know, I'll just it's James Finley, Naomi Collar, Riley Bartlebaugh, uh, Patrick Murphy, Donna Hine, myself, Hello. Seth Alcorn. <laughs> uh, um, and that's the, the panel for How I Spent My Allowance, or as we sometimes call it, Hisma. Hisma. But Patrick and I, in true nerd fashion... 
thought up six possible names for our network and rolled for that. Yes. And the result we got, Steve. Steve. So <laughs> I'd like to thank you for listening to Arrow Chapter and Verse presented by Steve. <laughs> On the Steve Network. <laughs> so this is a reminder that this show, <laughs> The Clink Tank and How I Spent My Allowance, can only be found... On Steve. <laughs> uh, but there's a bunch of rewards for contributing to the Patreon that supports both this show and how I spent my allowance. And you can find that at patreon.com slash clogifes. That's L-L-A-W-G-Y-F-F-E-S. And if you're searching for it on Patreon, in the search field, you can type... L-L-A-W space G-Y-F-F-E-S. And you'll be able to find us. Um, And there are five levels of support currently. There's the $1 level, the $5 level, the $10 level, the $25 level, and the $50 level, all of which offer different different rewards. Um, The big thing for the $5 level is that uh, you're going to get our audio archive, which when we start making it will include extra content. You heard a little bit of it here. Big, <laughs> big D and the Gooch. Big uh, D and the Gooch in the uh, morning. <laughs> we, we, are, we are $37 a month away from our first official goal, which is where Patrick and I review Justice League and Justice League Unlimited, the old cartoon series. And um, You want that content. You want that content? We want that content. So come on. Contribute a little bit. Get your friends to contribute. We'll, I'm sure we'll get up there at some point. And then Patrick and I have to give you more content. Mm-hmm. And that is honestly most of the most of the uh, monetary goals are more content. And in fact, if you contribute at the ten dollar level, you can suggest, uh, I believe, the next book for uh, how I spent my allowance. Um, and we will put that we will put that in a poll, and then everybody who contributes can can vote for that. If you contribute at the twenty five dollar level, you can suggest a non DC show for us to review, Ooh. and then everybody will vote on that. And we'll have to give you a little extra content. If you are at the fifty dollar level, once a month you can tell us a show that you want us to review. Ah. so basically, what's going to happen is if all of this extra content stuff starts happening then uh arrow chapter and verse might have to go um might have to go onto a regular schedule unlike i have 12 hours of content here you are yes um and if that happens it's going to be un- not unlike my student loans on the the never finish plan where we will not possibly pr- produce enough arrowverse content to <laughs> remotely catch up with the arrowverse however uh, currently currently with the situation going on that currently going on the quarantine yeah uh we might be able to make some ground here. i mean i don't know like i'm gonna have to look into a different host because like <laughs> i said right now i can only upload 12 hours of content and uh um, oh, yeah. yeah so we'll 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 see about that depends on how much money you put on the patreon see <laughs> full circle yes uh so i think that's everything we needed to plug i think so so we're at the end of the episode which means we hope you enjoyed the episode. We do. We hope you're having a good day. We do. Here in quarantine land. Aww. And we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye.